It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Yeah, here we are. It's freaking Monday. Anthony's running in front of the camera. Everything's going crazy. Brad's here. G's here. What's What's up, up, guys? What's going on, boo? Oh, by the way, my nephew Cheese was always a disappointment. Yeah, what? I don't get that reference. I'm missing it. What is that from? (laughs) What is that, Cheese? My my nephew Cheese. cheese. My nephew Cheese, the boy was always. What is that from? I'm missing it. The wire. Oh, oh, how yeah, did yeah, I forget yeah, that yeah, reference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I knew that sounded familiar. That's, yeah, that's a terrible right. job out of me. You come here full of today. Yeah, come you prop Joe, you the whole nine. I'm ready to go. You ready to go? By, I see. by the way, <laughs> by the way, two videos you must see this morning. The Wallace had slips. One is this kid the named Jeremiah, <laughs> who interviews <laughs> Josh Jacobs at the Pro Bowl, and we'll get to what happened with Miles Garrett there in a second. And the other one is you got to see what happened at the end. We, maybe we could play this. The end of the Pepperdine-Portland college basketball game. Who the hell would watch Pepperdine-Portland? Uh, that's a, that's a Did good, you hear about what happened at the end of this game? No, that's not like a good some, college baseball some, game, though. It does. <laughs> but surf, it actually – I don't even know. out of California. This was the wildest <laughs> ending. You, or maybe we could just show the video later. But a uh, lot to get to today. We'll get to Miles Garrett, what happened there. The Guardians over-under over total. What would you guys do this weekend? Anything exciting? G, Brad, uh, what do you got? I went to a couple of college basketball games. I went to the uh, Purdue, Fort Wayne, and uh, Robert Moore's game in Indiana yesterday, Fort Wayne on Saturday, and I went to Ohio State and Maryland game in the College Park yesterday. You know, nice. I, I want to I I correct something on the record. I want to correct something on the record. I said yeah. the other day, foolishly, as being a Duke of knee jerk, I said that um, nobody watches college basketball, but um, as the days get longer, as the light continues to permeate, and as conference tournaments come up, Mm. March Madness is still the joint. (laughs) It doesn't matter if you know any teams, you just watch it all them games in all the regions, and I get to watch Barkley talk, be at each regional, and be like, you know what, that guy's terrible. I love watching him <laughs> tell other kids that they're terrible and kidding. I love the terrible games at, at, at New Mexico yeah. with Gonzaga and Cal State Fullerton. And, and yeah, it's just great. The tournament is fun. It's I haven't fun. watched any men's college basketball at all. Uh, I haven't watched much college basketball, period. But but you're right. The tournament, even if you don't, I don't really know any of the players. You, you don't, it, it, it's, it's bite or bump. It's like, I do know that, yeah. that Jim Beheim was whining as usual yesterday. We'll get to that. By the way, I tweeted this yesterday, so it's a re- repeat for people who saw my tweet. But I went to see Avatar 2, mm-hmm. which, listen, maybe there's something wrong with me, but uh, I, I'm attracted to the, the blue girl, Zoe Saldana. <laughs> I mean, she's hot. Listen, she so- may be blue. 
So, but I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of into it. Jake. So, so, basi- so basically, I Did heard. Did you see the second one yet? Yes, I have. Okay. Basically, what I've, I've heard. Yeah. Is that uh, they take people's um, profiles, right? Yeah. So they'll take a bunch of people's uh, hidden data on Google, where they yeah. have porn sites. Yeah. And then they'll take those to make these fictitious characters. Love it. And they'll make I'm them in. attractive. I'm in. And you're like, how come? Have you ever seen a, a, a movie called Splice? No. That's the worst movie ever. Worst oh. movie ever? It was legitimately one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But they did the same exact thing. Yeah. They had this little creature alien thing with a tail named Dren. Yeah. And then they turned her into a hot alien. You're like, bro, how's Well, what's her name hot? was hot. Jessica Rabbit from Who's Frame, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, y'all yeah, say. She was hot. So uncomfortable what is right wrong now? with y'all? Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> creep. That is a creep goggles. I'm blue. That's I don't a- want to see me blue. <laughs> that's the dude. goggles. That's Let me tell you something. What is going on here? Zoe Saldana. Could be blue, purple, gray, or orange. I don't and care. She's, she's hot. She's she different color. She was, and she's green in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's gorgeous. Doesn't matter. And uh, what was it? Who was playing the other woman in there? Was that Charlize? Not Charlize Theron. Somebody else uh, famous. Uh, the older, well, the oldest one. They try to make her Miwa or something. They transfer her back into. A, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, Sigourney was, Weaver was Sigourney a kid Weaver, now. Yeah. Right. No, but the the, <laughs> the other woman, the the head of the other tribe. Yeah. The woman, she's a famous actress. I can't think of who it is, though. The water yeah. tribe? They, yeah, like, the water they tribe. They coming off the water. They're like, oh, my goodness, who's this yeah. hot water tribe? I know, water, water tribe. Water Mikey. All right, we, we've determined we're into These the blue field. <laughs> I know, Brad, I'm with you, man. Right. I'm with you. Uh, you Avatar 2, very good. You want to real woman. Go to the Super Bowl. You got to see some Very good. By the way, my son and I both made it through three hours and ten minutes without having to leave to go to the bathroom, which is a miracle. Okay. And But the best part of yesterday was... I, we went to see the movie at Valley View, Cinemark of Valley View, you know, mm-hmm. the theater. And there's a little street right over there called Fosdick Street. Did you know this? <laughs> no, no. Who the, who the hell thought that was? I mean, the street's called Fosdick. F-O-S-D-I-C-K. So you're talking about hot blue chicks and Fosdick Street Fosdick in the street. first five minutes of the show. Who was the guy that decided? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, we're going to call weekend. this street Fosdick Street. You actually, you know what, Bull? You actually have a politician in the building. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mr. Mayor, how, can you tell me how they go about naming streets yeah, right. if you want a new one? Yeah. How does that work? Uh, in a municipality, I, you know, you'd have to see council have to vote on it, right? Mm. The engineer would probably come up with a name. Somebody would come up with the engineer would probably yeah. come up with a name, and then somebody would have to certify it. So, okay, so it, it, all I need to do is get an engineer. And then no, you know, talk lot, to city council. Lot, and Bush Lane. A lot of these streets are named after people. So you think there was a guy named Fosdick? Well, like a, if a developer, yeah. if a developer put the street in, he might have had some connection, and he might name the streets, right? And that's part. Oh. And then when he dedicates it back to the city, it's that street. Mike, we need a poll. If your last name was Fosdick, <laughs> would you change it? Anthony, put it up. Put it on the poll. Right? Because I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this before. I can't remember if I mentioned this on the show. But when I was going, I went to day camp when I was a kid for a little while. But I was, and then I worked there for a number of years as like a counselor in the summer in, uh, in Rockaway, Queens. Mm-hmm. And um, I had two guys that I worked with there, two brothers, and their last name was Lipschitz. L-I-P-S-C-H-I-T-Z. And, I mean, their name was Lipschitz. And they changed, they changed their last name legally. They changed their last name to Gannon. Yo, that's so crazy. Like, that's a terrible name, Lipschitz. 
Because somebody <laughs> says, hey, if your ass talks, does your lip shits or whatever, you know? <laughs> this guy, this guy, can you imagine if he was in Bull's first grade class and oh you had to God. stand up and say your whole name first and last? <laughs> Bull would have just messed with that kid for the whole dog oh, year. Oh, man. When did, you, when did you get the nickname Bull? Like, how long were you Adam until what age? Uh, Bro, you know we've heard this story, right? No, no, I know, but just what age? The first time, Bull? even when I was a little kid, people called me Bull because the Cubs had a first baseman, Leon Bull Durham. You remember Bull, yeah. Leon mm -hmm. Bull Durham? Mm -hmm. He was the first baseman for the. I remember the story. I was just asking what what year, like what I, age? I was probably like 12, 13 when okay. people saw. But it really wasn't until college that that it became like everybody called. Now my friends back, you know, in New Jersey, their kids call me Uncle Bull. Well, it's just weird. Someone asked, "How's Adam like this weekend?" To me, and I'm like. Who the hell's Adam? Adam the Bull. Hey, like, it, no, no one calls. I don't think his wife calls him Adam. Like, does your, my wife does call me Adam. Yeah, see, I thought the only ad, other Adam is Astro. I don't, and I don't. I've seen him like four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like Doctor Claw. All right, well, we got a lot to get to. We're gonna get to some sports. We'll move off of Fosdick and Lipschitz, and let's get to uh, Mikey McNuggets. He's got some information for us. Yeah, the over-under on how long into this week we'd go without saying Lifshitz and Fosdick. We smashed the over on that. Yeah. Thanks to BetJack. You can bet on literally anything with BetJack because it, it is the official sportsbook of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Ohio sports fans, get in on the action. It is live now. Download the BetJack app today. Get in with all the props, game lines, over-under, Super Bowl props you could ever imagine. BetJack, not only Ohio sportsbook, but the Ultimate Cleveland Sportsbook as well. They need to have an over-under over on how long I will keep my beard for. Like, will I keep it till I'll talk to my people. We'll get to April. It. Man, you need to get And speaking of beards, before we get to our topic, we have a jingle on BetJack. Oh, I like this. When you see a spread that's just too good, okay. where are you going to bet? BetJack. When you bet parlays, because <laughs> you know you should, where are you going to bet? BetJack. <laughs> to the now, Ghostbusters team, Freddy. Now, by the way, do you notice... That the bars and the melody, that could have been Michael Jackson, I'm bad. It could if have been listen. too. That's true. It's it, it's Ghostbusters, but it, it kind of could have been bad could, too. It could have been. It's a good call out of you. And, right. by, and, by, it, like, and by the way, I, Michael Jackson, the only person I could get away with certain things. How are you going to come out the first the first verse and say, your butt is mine? What? Whoa, what's yours? <laughs> <laughs> your butt is mine. You can't say that. <laughs> All right. And we Last was... Last thing, we're going to get to real topics today. Yeah. We did put up the YouTube poll on the Fosdick question. Yeah. And 54% said, please, for the, for the love of God, Mikey, please move on. So yeah. let's get to sports. There was 22% yes, 22% no, and 54%, please, for the love of God, Mikey, move on. So. Get over yourself, people. We're ignoring you. All right, Kyrie we were, Irving. We were going to move on anyway. Uh, let's talk about Kyrie Irving, guys. Kyrie Irving, who is never happy. Maybe the most miserable athlete in the history of professional sports is on the move again. Brad, let's start with you. Did did are you surprised? I mean, we know that Kyrie is a, an immensely talented player. To me, the juice is no longer worth the squeeze when it comes to Kyrie. Listen, are dude. you surprised Dallas went all in on him? Well, I, I don't. I'm not surprised that uh, there was a market for Kyrie Irving out here. Uh, you think. Of, a team like Dallas, who is in need in sixth place in the Western Conference. They need a splash. They've never been able to team up anybody with Luka Doncic, right? They felt like they had to go all in and do something of, of, of catastrophic uh, yeah. consequences. And it's, that's what it's going to be because I don't know. Tyree Irving has so much. There's no question he's a talented basketball player. There's yeah. no question. It is the extras that come. And after a while, people just get tired, right? Every, they were tired when he left here. 
They were tired when he went to Boston. When he left Boston, they were tired. At the end, the, the Nets organization just said, If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Screw it. Get him out. You out. Yeah. The one place you're not going? Lakerland. Right. Not with us. Yeah. Right. I'm surprised they didn't ship him to uh, the worst team in basketball and say, just give me some future picks for in year 3033. Man, you know what? I would have, you know, I think sometimes they don't want to, and that's what, what front office do. They don't want to, because these young kids come up and they look at, look up to these dudes. So it'd be like, okay, I'm not going to ship. Kyrie Irving in Siberia because then he might have the same agent or he may know a dude and they, they see how they treat free agents. But at the end of the day, man, you know, I kind of, I just knew it was a matter of time. It's just a matter of time before you're going to roll out. And I think his, his eventual destination will be LA. Um, I think, you know, LeBron lobbied for it. And I think he lobbied for it hard. Now, I don't know, I got no inside information like Jason or any, any of that, but if you look at the Lakers roster, I think what really separated and really stopped that trade is because Kevin Durant won nothing with Russell Westbrook. He didn't, he won no parts of that. Every year. And the Lakers, the, the Nets owner didn't want to send him to the team he wanted to be on. Yeah, yeah. That, there, there's a twofold, there's a two-track story It is here. amazing, though, that Kyrie forced his way out of here because he, he wanted to be the guy, and now he wants to go play with LeBron. Like, did you know, here's the thing that, you know, Kyrie's won two playoff series without LeBron in his career. Two. Yes. Well, we don't, we don't have to go to that. You know, here, <laughs> I'm going to keep going back to it. The talent level is immense. There's no question. One of the best ba- basketball players on the face of this planet. It is the extra. Yeah. It is the extra that is dragging this down in the rabbit hole. And at the end of the day, it just becomes, people are just to the point now where it's not worth it. Sometimes, the risk is not worth the, uh, the reward is not worth the risk, and yeah. what he what you just saw is one man basically single-handedly destroy a franchise. He yeah. destroyed because they went to all to uh, to Brooklyn, and this thing was supposed to be the next thing since yeah. sliced bread. Yeah. yeah, there was Durant, then there was Hard, and this thing was about to come together. Then COVID came in, and then next thing you know, it just got all blown up. Yeah, and the one dude that's blowing it up is the dude they just shipped out of town. Now, this is good news for the Cavs, I guess, right? Yeah, there's no question. We'll take it. Right? There's I mean, no. now, now you think the Cavs have a good shot of being the four seed. Right, right. And they're playing better, obviously. Good, nice win last night. Uh, I think every player, every starter scored 17 points. Um, you got to be crazy at this point to give Kyrie a long-term contract. I could do you? it. I could not do yeah. it. Yeah. I could not, I could not do it, right? I could not because you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what's going to set him off in another direction. Right. Let alone this, I, 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 I'll ask you to go back. Mikey, pull up pull up his games played in his career. Kyrie? The most games he ever played was 72. Yeah. And that was here, right? Yeah, it's a good point. His it's not 20 just... here, 40 yeah. there, 60 here. He's never available. No. That's never true. available. So it's not – so you, you have the shenanigans off the court. Right. But then he's not he, – he may be great when he's healthy, but he's way – 
too unreliable on the court in he, terms of being like, healthy. For, and being for the money that he's talking about, yeah, I can't. It, it's I cannot. It, it's it's like how many seasons? Real quick, G. To Brad's point, how many seasons do you think Kyrie's played seventy or more games in? Now, in fairness, there was a lot. There was one oh, year I, was a lockout in the COVID year. I, I think probably it, only one. one. He's played over seventy three times, okay. all in Cleveland. 71, 75, 72. Yeah. See, that's sad. And what about, read about the rest of them. What did what's it, what's it rest of the uh, years look like? You ready for this? Yeah, yeah. come on. It's pretty ugly. By it's the way, ugly. he played 74 games with Kevin Durant total. In total. In four seasons. In four, four seasons. seasons. That's three amazing. and a half seasons. But that's his amazing. Games well, give, by years give, played. Give me the game by years. 51, 59, 71, 75, 53, 72, 60, 67, and then he goes to Brooklyn, 20-54-29-40. I mean, that's, you know, you, I, I, and the last four that's years, he's, oh, he's played more than 40 games once out of four years. And, you know, this is, this is the exact opposite of, of what we see in, 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 in the NFL. And I'm all for players, right? I'm, I'm usually side on the players with a lot of different things, man. Yeah. But when you look at LeBron's generation and, and the kind of generation after it, if you talk about Larry Bird, and and and, uh, and and Larry Bird and Magic kept the lights on, and then Jordan came in and, and put them under the lights, right? Mm-hmm. Put them under the big lights, the you know, uh, the spotlights of, of the world. He became one of the biggest sports in, the, in in the entire universe. They've kind of chipped away at that, and I know people say, "Well, that's kind of harsh," but no, nah, I think when you look at the the legacy of uh, the last twenty years, the legacy has to be the big threes. The legacy has to be the max deals. The legacy has to be the amnesties. You got to think about it. At one point in time, there were so many bad contracts out there that the league had to come up with an amnesty rule where you said, hey, that guy is garbage. He don't want to play. We could just get rid of him, and it don't count. Like, what kind of rule is that? (laughs) That's kind of crazy. That's kind of nuts. Yeah. It's like you you had the Baron Davises of the world and uh, and Darius Miles, and and, and it started to a point where they was playing, but they was doing stuff like throwing the ball off the backboard, trying to get triple doubles. They chipped away. (laughs) Like, come on. They they chipped away a lot uh, at what they've built. And you look at one sport of football where you just day near got to play dead. Well, and you look at basketball and they'll tell you, hey, look, I, my, my, my body tired today. We ain't even going to do that. So we, we, we spin this to, and I'm going back to Kyrie here, right? So Kyrie goes to Dallas. I understand why Cuban jumped in on it because he needed something to go with Luca. This thing when Dallas was tired. Yeah. Luca out here by himself. Right. So, so now I'm trying to figure out how these two are going to play together, right? Uh, because they're ball, both ball dominant. So yeah. Somebody's got to take an off roll. And I don't see Luka taking an off roll because no. he likes the ball in his hand, right? So that means Kyrie's where I got to take an off off hand here. I want to see how this thing happens. Well, he's he's better. Than, he's better, right? You think you think Luka is better than Luka's Kyrie? better. Yeah, there's no, there's no question. Yeah, okay, there's no yeah, question. That's no, no brainer. So he's going to have to rock, right? Well, but, you know, you're used to a guy who likes the rock in his hand, right? right? You so, gotta give me some touches. Right, right, guys. Some touches, touches here, right? So we're gonna see how this goes. We'll see, but yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be quite interesting. Now they say he's supposed to show up in Dallas today for the physical, right? <laughs> and then they're gonna maybe be available tomorrow against the Clippers. Yeah. Would right? you would you put a pass to him for Kyrie to be like, yeah? I'll I, put that pass. My him. my knee my knee hurt. Dog. Yeah. And here I I I'll say this because first of all. Kyrie's not a dumb guy. 
He's not a dumb. He's not a dumb guy. Mm-hmm. He's an intelligent guy. He just has some views that are out of different. Out of <laughs> Very different, you, right? You, you, you know. And then the other thing, I, I, I get from his personal views. There's a code of ethics where you're dealing with in a in a sports locker room with teammates, right? You cannot sell your people out, right? Man, that's Durant's a, supposed no, to be his guy. Right. Sold him out. Talk he, about that. And he he has on multiple occasions sold his people out. Yep. It's, Every one of them. It's like right? it's like say for instance. Sold LeBron out here. Yep. Right. Sold out the dudes and Tatum and them in Boston. Yeah. Right. Because they were his guys. He was under they his was wing. His guy, yep. Right. Sold them out. And they were better without him. Right. Then it goes to goes to uh, Brooklyn. He sells out Harden and Durant. Durant gives him that second chance. We're gonna pull this together. Yeah. He comes back again and does what? Sells them out again. Man, that's like I call this the I call this the Martin Lawrence theory. The Martin Lawrence theory. You we don't all watch Martin, right? Martin will be having a great old time. He brings over Tommy and Cole. <laughs> Gina over there, and then all of a sudden, he invites you to a house party. You watching the Super Bowl party. He got the Hashitashi up there, the big screen, right? And you come in there, and all of a sudden, he invites you to come through. Y'all get ready to crack the, the festivities and get something to these libations and this pizza and, 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 and chicken. And he says, you know what? I don't like that comment Pam said. Everybody is out of here. Get the stepping. <laughs> what? I drove across town for this, bro. The game is on. Kyrie Irving's the same guy. You brought this dude, Kevin Durant. You said we was good. That's your man. Right. You talk about livelihood. This is four years of his prime. Y'all ain't old. Y'all I, ain't young. I saw people in Cleveland tweeting trying to get him back to come, come oh back God. here. Oh, God. No I'm thanks. Like, All right, we can't. No we, thanks. We cannot. We Speaking cannot. of the Cavs, guys. We cannot do that. No. You I know, interesting, know. Uh, guys, recently – Evan Mobley has stepped up his game, mm-hmm. right? It looks like all of a sudden the last couple of weeks he's take this, taking a step up. But to a lesser degree, it seems like Isaac Okoro has stepped That's up his game. Up. You're not no. buying that? No, no, no. no. Oh. Listen, I was why. Hey, look. Hey, like Earl say, all I need him to do is hit a couple corner threes. <laughs> Give me nine. <laughs> nine, right? He gave you 20 last night. He gave you 20. If he can continue to hit that one, I can play you, son. I yeah. can play you. And guess whose fantasy team he's on right now, baby? As I just moved into first place to try to win back-to-back fantasy basketball championships. Sorry. Uh, let's get they back to the Cavs. Fantasy basketball. Oh, yeah, I'm about to win. Do you think, guys, though, the Cavs, with Kyrie being out, will be more aggressive at the deadline now or at least look to pursue maybe an option they weren't considering prior to this Kyrie move? I just don't know in the end. I think we all agree the Cavs are not winning a championship. They're not going to the finals, right? They're not good enough yet. No, it's not. I, I, you got to learn. I, I don't say that because anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. But they, I, they're but a long shot. Though. I'll say this. They're not the favorite. I'm not the yeah. favorite, but yeah, I will yeah, say yeah. this. I think I'm, I stay in the market until the market closes at 3 o'clock on Thursday. Or yeah. What is that, Thursday? Yeah, Thursday, 3 o'clock. So. Yeah. Yeah. Close Speaking of which, Kevin Love out of the rotation. Yeah. Is this a temporary thing, Brad? Or you think no, he's – No, I think I – think, well, here. The Cavs are playing too many people. Mm-hmm. So, JB has shortened it down to eight-man rotation, right? And that's typically how it works. You got the top eight playing, and everybody yeah. else is is waiting for an opportunity if somebody goes down. And they had to do that because you had everybody all screwed up because nobody kind of knew what their role was when they were coming in, when were they going mm-hmm. out. And so, and Kevin wasn't coming off a stellar 
month and a half. He's um, not playing well. No, so no. they said, okay, we will save you for now. And then, you know, if he's got some ailments, get you try to get you together. And then we'll see where it goes. But they had to shorten that rotation. That was no, no, no question. They had to do that. I, I, I totally agree. I think one of the reasons why people was on JB is because there's too many, there's too many laws in a game where, where you watch the Cavs and they up, you saw it against Memphis. They up, you know, 10, 12 points. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you got dudes just mental lapses, just, you know, not running dudes off the three point line, not being where they need to be offensive rebounds. When you shorten that rotation up, one thing that you do is you give another guy an opportunity to get some rhythm, right? Mm-hmm. You get, you know, when Ricky Rubio came back, Somebody had to go. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's minutes was out of here. Yeah. Done. It. You know, so either Kevin Love or or, or guys like Stevens and, and yeah. th- those dudes and, and now definitely Stevens because yeah. Jetty is is looks like he's solid in the rotation. Rubio looked great yesterday. You know they never come tell you that you have the rotation. Oh, is that how that works? Oh no, no, no. How does that work? Never Even t- if you're a veteran? Oh, they never tell you you have the rotation. You, you just figure it out. Well, what happens is you, you get to the game, you're all dressed and you're ready to go. You think you'll get your number called and First quarter goes by, second quarter goes by, third quarter goes by. You start to wonder what is happening here. And then, you had to and tell then, them that, right? Oh, they'll never tell no. you. No, they never tell uh, because, you. Because well, how did they come up with the story? Did, did JB just? Did, did the people say, JB, what's up with Kevin? Now, anybody told Kevin because okay. he has respect for okay. Kevin. Okay. Yeah. But most people don't yes. get told. Yeah, Lamar Stevens. <laughs> Lamar Stevens. Yeah, you might want to yeah. just show up ready to go. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. Rubio played really well yesterday. Yeah, he, 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 he had a good game. Uh, all right, let's let's leave the Cavs there for now, guys, and uh, we're going to bring in. Um, we got Leroy coming on at 1130, but we want to talk about Miles Garrett before that. But yep. Mike, you got to read to, to get to before that. Yeah, we'll do. Uh, how about Bill Bar? Let's do Let's that. Talk about Bill Bar. Guys, Miles Garrett, the strongest dude in the world. And we all know Miles Garrett is so strong because part of his workout regiment includes recovering from his workouts with Bill Bar. Yeah, we don't know grand. that for a fact, but Mikey's assuming that. Listen, anyone who's yoked is eating Built Bars. That's what the big yeah. guys do. Yeah. 15 grams of protein, less than 200 calories. Built Bar is the reason yoked dudes are yoked. Nothing else, nothing to do with genetics. It's all Built Bar. You get 15% off at LockedOn.com with promo code Built. Why are you wearing a Miami? Why do you have the U on? What is that all about? You so said my buddy Eli, who coaches for the Sixers, used to yeah. coach at the U, and so I got free gear, and it's the first jacket I grabbed this morning. Man. Hey man, you tell them. Hey, you tell them to stop, stop pocket watching you, bro. You tell them, <laughs> don't, why, don't watch me watch TV. Hey, like this came it's a, free it's and it got a logo on it. I'm yeah, rocking I'm it. Hey, I am a walk. If anyone wants to send any gear, if it's free, I'll wear it. That's my, that's my. All mind. right, guys. Everybody was all worked up about Miles Garrett. We'll see if it's a. You know, he obviously dislocated a toe. Uh, we don't know which toe it is. I, I, I texted my physical therapist. I said, "Is this a big deal?" He said, "Only if it's the big toe. If it's not the big toe, it's no big deal." So everybody, of course, turned this into like, oh, my God, why we these guys were having fun. Who cares if he's I mean, I know you don't want him to be hurt. I think he's going to be fine. We shall see. Gee, you panicked about this. Are you Man, flipping out? If, listen, if this is big toe, yeah. he in trouble. I'm telling you all right now, man. You Listen, I'm not a doctor, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> <laughs> now, look. I didn't have 19, 20 surgeries. It keep going up every time I tell the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Obviously, a lot of surgeries. Um, I, I, I dislocated my big toe at the growth plate, like two different yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. And basically, I had to get a rod put in my, my big toe. Now, I was like 13, 14, 13 when it happened. Now, 
when you get the dislocated toe, the first thing you got to understand, you dislocate anything. There's ligaments around that. Yeah, right. And so those ligaments Stretch are stretched out. Yep. Now you got to figure out when you got any small tears or whatever. And just just believe that even if you just, you know, have microscopic tears, that's what we call turf toe. I had that my entire senior year. It's one of the most debilitating things I've ever had. You can't push off. You can't. You have no explosiveness. You on your back foot. Now you look at what Miles Garrett is, right? And people say this all the time, like, "Oh, he'll be fine." If you're a regular civilian, I need I need y'all to stop capping. Uh, regular civilians is not that tough. Y'all be acting like y'all got a little cough and y'all don't go to work. <laughs> you just you, it, let your next door neighbor dislocate an elbow. They ain't going to work for three weeks. Oh, you gotta get me. Well, get me, Barbara. Oh Barbara, come in. We gotta go to the bar. No, I just want to know this. Now we we go to the the Pro Bowl games. We're away yeah. from the Pro Bowl. We're right. not hitting nobody. How you come out hurt? They're run. They're running. They're doing a battle of the network stars here. They're running through I mean, walls. I saw, I, saw, the- I saw nonsense things. It looked Guys, fun. Ball. I didn't watch it, but it looked fun. And listen, I bet, you, I bet the ownership don't think it's fun today. Well, they should. You know what? They can't. <laughs> I plan. You know, I, don't, I mean, is it really that big a deal? Yes. He's going to be fine. Leroy, let's bring in Leroy. Leroy, I, are you worried about Miles Garrett's dislocated toe? Hey. What's up, Leroy? No. no, he'll have plenty of time to heal. Uh, I did, to, to, to G. Bush's point, so about three weeks ago, what you I, uh, I four weeks you. ago, I started having like a little knee stiffness from coming back from my thumb, start golfing and doing some stuff at the gym or whatever. And it was stiff. So, you know, I was stretching it, getting the jacuzzi, doing my little workouts in the pool or whatever, kept getting worse. Four weeks later, I get up on Monday. I can't walk on it. Oh I'm like, wow. I tell my wife, I'm going to the hospital. <laughs> Don't go to emergency. Go it's to urgent care. <laughs> it's emergency when I can't walk. Right? So we go to Tuesday. It ain't getting no better. Mm. So I say, you know what? I'm gonna do what all husbands would do in my situation. I'm gonna wait till she go to sleep, <laughs> and then I'm gonna sneak. I'm gonna sneak over to the emergency room. <laughs> So I get up at like 4.35 in the morning. Yeah. I go to the emergency room. I'm there for about three, four hours. I get a CT scan and an X-ray. I have a fractured fibula. Jesus. Oh, crazy. Right. I thought you were just diagnosed no. with old, but you got a fractured fibula. No, I had a, fa- a fractured fibula. So I Damn. go to the doctor the next day. I get an MRI. And they say, you have a fractured fibula, but you have a bone bruise. How did you do it? I don't know. He said, well, when you was playing Sunday, when you was playing golf and you say it was bothering you, why didn't you stop? I said, because I was winning. <laughs> hey, come on. I said, because I was winning. <laughs> you, I ain't going to give nobody no free dub. So when you talk about things that, that happen, athletes, if they're having a good time, it don't hurt as much. Right. Right? And so what I think is, is that you ever notice uh, teams that are one and eight always have a lot of injured players and teams that are eight and one, everybody's sucking it up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 life, man. That's life. Depending on how your life is going, depending on how much pain you could deal with. 
So I just think, you know, he'll be fine. He just needs some time off. He's going to wear them flip-flops for a while. Let that swelling go down. I, I broke a toe, broke my big toe. And before I could get into the locker room when I did it, they had to cut my shoe off. And that was like five minutes. Mm. So when I see him limping and he just decides to take a time out, yeah, yeah, I relax. feel for him because I know it ain't no joke. It ain't no joke. That told so you to lean in like fine, this? Though. Yeah, he'll be fine. It, and, and you know, so um, I think for the Pro Bowl, this is the best way to do it, okay? Because there's a couple of things you can't do. There's no such thing as fake football. Nope. You either tackling or you not. Don't put you can't put these guys in pads and think somebody not gonna knock the hell out of somebody. Right? Cause they're gonna be some trash talk. Somebody gonna get beat and they're gonna get mad and say, I got all these equipment on, I'm taking them out. <laughs> so I think this is the best way to do it this week because of all the sports, this is the most physical. So what you have to do is is you have to showcase all of the pro bowlers while having them do something for the fans and, and have them compete at something without hitting. And so I appreciate the league taking these steps. Now, because it's so far away from football, I can see how people are turned off by it. But if your solution is let them play a game, then you don't care about them players. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's why they got rid of the game because the game sucked anyway. Yeah. I mean, right. I, I actually didn't watch this, but the uh, when I watched the highlights of it, it seemed like they were having fun. Guys are running through walls. They're uh, Miles Garrett's yes. jumping over things. It looked like it was fun. You know, you don't want, no, you you never want to see anybody get injured, but here's what it does. And 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 I and I Brad, you could attest to this. Sometimes the role that you play on a team doesn't let people see your true athleticism. Right. And so when you see all these big fat guys out there doing all this jumping and lunging and running around, you're like, wow, these guys are athletic. And I think it's a way of showcasing that so that you understand that these are the elite of the elite, regardless of what position. And so that's one of the things that I hope people are able to take away from that because you know, you see Miles Garrett rushing in front of another 300-pound guy, but if you ever see him on the street running, you'll be like, wow, this dude can run. And I think that's what this weekend should probably do more than anything, to let you know the level of talent that is mm -hmm. playing in the NFL by the various things that they do. For example, dodgeball, the defense should never win. Them dudes can't catch. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So it's just things like that. So I didn't, I watched a little bit of it, but I watched it more looking at the athletes themselves and seeing them do athletic things. Like you think that your biggest guys are your strongest guys, but some of them little guys are strong as hell. Mm -hmm. And this is just, you know, an event or a weekend where you get to see. Guys outside of their element, outside of their role on a football field, doing athletic things. Uh, let me ask you this, Leroy. 
your guy, I don't know if he's your guy, I don't even know him personally, a fellow Michigan man made what I think is one of the dumbest statements in the history of sports. Mm. Your, your guy, Taylor Lewan, did you hear what he said? What he said? No, I did not. He said that every NFL team should retire Tom Brady's number. That is the stupidest thing I ever heard in my life. Do you want to defend him or no? Um, well, where'd you say he went to school? <laughs> he went to Michigan. Where did Tom Brady go to school? He went to Michigan. So if it was a Buckeye, they'd be saying the same thing about that Buckeye. And so I would stop. tell them that I would tell them they were stupid okay. too. But that's fine. But but you have yeah. to come. Where, where does this come from? I know. I See, get it. I'm just I'm just busting your chops. You know what? Um, football's different. Football's different in in a way that Tom Brady did dominate at his position like Jordan did playing basketball. But Jordan's number's not retired around the whole league. A, a lot of teams have – the Heat do. For some reason, which they should. The only number in sports that I think – that I can think of that is retired by every team is Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. And, that sh- and that, in my yes. opinion, should be the only number retired. But yes. being yes. great, what Jackie Robinson did was well beyond, obviously, playing baseball. He was great Correct. at baseball. Correct. But it, Tom Brady's great at football. But he ain't Jackie Robinson. He didn't do what Jackie Robinson did. I don't think you should have right. every team retire your number because you're a great player. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Um I would I, I would agree I would agree with that in some in, in some in some way. Um I think it's sometimes we take these things too literal, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was, you know his way of acknowledging how great Tom Brady was. I don't think he really realistically thinks somebody would do it. Yeah. Right? Because I got to tell you, um, you think Indianapolis is going to retire Tom Brady's number? Exactly. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's crazy. So let's put it let's put it in perspective. But, but as a guy who went to the same school, he probably looks at that a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes a while before we realize the how unprecedented Tom Brady's career was. Oh yeah, right. We not we too close. We too close. Like think about this, Brad. Yeah. Every year that goes by, Jordan gets greater and greater. <laughs> Don't he? <laughs> right. But 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 here's another thing. To the point that we are missing what. Uh, LeBron James is doing right like we we have a hard time just appreciating each talent for what they are we always tend to compare them to somebody else to the fact that we punish ourselves from enjoying the greatness of the player that's doing it now and so like I don't compare Jordan to LeBron Jordan is Jordan and Jordan's greatness has a lot to do with what he's done off the court than on the court. Because if Jordan didn't have tennis shoes, what would he be? Right? He'd still be great, but not at that level. I mean, we talk about them Jordans every day. 
talk about it, man. Talk about that. I just talked to my wife about that. It's unacceptable. I only got one pair of Jordans in the last two months. You got to figure this thing out, bro. <laughs> right, but 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 so and so like as an athlete and, and and Brad, you could probably say this when when you watch basketball. You take each individual and look at his greatness, not compared to others, but compared to what he does. Basketball has changed so much now that great now is not necessarily as great as before, but it's a different level of great. Yeah, they play different. So now. when you think about Steph Curry, you can't talk about Steph Curry being the greatest basketball player ever. He's the greatest basketball player or one of the greatest basketball players right now. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to compare what these guys had to do to be successful back in the day. Now, I know Jordan, if, if it was a three-point contest and, 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 and Jordan had to be the best three-point shooter, I know that that dude has the makeup that he gonna start shooting threes. I'm not, so I'm not just gonna dismiss it, but sports is different than it was back then. And you gotta be a different type of great. And it's hard to compare great with the different eras because different greatnesses were required well, at that time. Well, Leroy, I'm glad you brought it up because, you know, that, that is the conversation. LeBron is on the uh, on the verge of breaking Kareem's record, mm -hmm. right? And right. he's going to be the all-time leading scorer in this league for for many decades to come, right? It's going to be a long yeah. time before somebody comes around and does that. Well, because and, nobody's going to play that many games, right? right. See, that's what nobody's going to play as people, much as he plays. People don't understand, and then you, you kind of discredit the other people because if you were around when Kareem was playing, what Kareem was doing – was unbelievable. Now he did it without a three point. I think Kareem had made one three point basket mm -hmm. in his career. One, right? Right. And he didn't play the longevity that Le LeBron has played because they weren't coming out of high school straight into the league now. And I give LeBron credit because he doesn't take he don't take days off like that, right? He's he's old school throwback. He in order to get that record, you have to play just about all the time, and he's done that, right? But you got this conversation going on, Leroy, now talking about. Is it Jordan or is it LeBron? And the people are in two different camps here. Mm -hmm. The younger you are, you're leaning towards LeBron. The mm -hmm. older you are, is going Jordan. And that's right. discounting Kareem, Wilt, Russell. Russell, right? right? So if you didn't right. see that, you know, and it's good for the fans to talk about it, but. You know, everybody got a side. I got a side. You know what side I'm on. You already know. I already know what side I'm on, he, right? There ain't no question he, he, what side I'm on. He's like, side. He, he's like, you the ops over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say this, Brad, is there anybody in sports who had a skill that was indefensible like Kareem? No. <laughs> That's no. that no. right there. The, that Leroy. All the sports that has been played, Nobody else has done it. We got uh, we got the teardrop, uh, right? Uh, <laughs> we got guys shooting threes from midcourt. That hook was a killer. On the left side, the oh, right side, he gives, from he, the baseline. Giving it Everybody to you. Everybody thought that sky hook was just close to the basket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would argue he was that shooting five, ten foot sky hooks. Leroy, I would argue that Joey Chestnut, the great uh, hot dog eater. As you a skill that cannot food. be topped. You would talk about food. Pause. And you he's would. talking about hot dogs, too. Let me tell you something, Leroy. Don't be a wise guy. Don't be a wise guy. I'm, I'm being a wise guy. 
I, you you <laughs> broke your leg playing golf for crying out loud. Hey. I don't know that I did. It has been needed confirmed. No, I did not. Uh, Joke. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure uh, uh, out. Man, I don't know. When the last time you got up ahead of a fractured fibula? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't you want to go man. back to what you're saying here? Because yeah. Kareem, you know, Kareem was bad at LeBron, right? Why? Yeah, they, they don't get along. Mm-mm. Because I told you, Leroy, it's like this. Them old school dudes don't respect that. They're like, mm-mm. You cheating. Right. You got it, but you 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 not. Mm-mm. No disrespect to Kareem. LeBron would have gave him buckets, too. No disrespect to the big homie. You're going to get your sky hook on, but you might get dunked on. You, you, I mean, Kareem is, what, 220? Man. LeBron 260. Let, let me tell you yeah, something. Yeah, but Kareem played when they were physical. Let, let the game's not as G, physical anymore. I'm G, telling you. G, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was killing people. He and was. No, no, dude. I'm telling you, unstoppable. He, he you couldn't was. stop this it, dude. You could not. Is, it is the most unstoppable skill to ever hit sports. Name something else. You don't have it. I Nobody. Mean, like, like we, we talk about Mariano Rivera. Uh, what's his name? Mariano Rivera throwing that cutter. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that was pretty unstoppable. It, get, it got hit every now and then. <laughs> every now well, I'm sure Kareem didn't make a Kareem didn't make every skyhook. Wait, damn near. <laughs> By the way, there are two. I didn't realize this. There are two other numbers retired in sports. Wayne Gretzky's 99 in hockey. I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know that. And I forgot about this one. They just retired Bill Russell. Yeah, Bill Russell. Oh, yeah, yeah. But people NBA. still wear six. What's that? People can still wear six as long as you're grandfathered well, in. I got. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like LeBron wears six. I, I do got. I got to ask you. This is a serious question. This is this is a serious question because this this week is the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. it's the first time. Two African American quarterbacks yeah. are playing at the same mm-hmm. time, starters, right? Yep. Um, yep. You came in an era where there were not that many. You had guys like, for me, I think the staple would be Warren Moon, and we know how prolific he was and what he had to do. He didn't, he didn't even come in the league straight off the start. Randall Cunningham, Randall right. Honey, Cunningham, guys Randy like that. Cunningham. Let, let yep. me let me let me ask you this, McNair. Yep. A lot of people, a lot of people will say is if you're, if you're African American and you point out the fact that, hey, the Browns had an all black quarterback room. Some people will say to you, why does that matter? Black quarterbacks are here all the time. Why do, why would you point that out? Do you believe now that it's so prolific and now that it's happening and there's a lot of great black quarterbacks in the league and some of them like Mahomes and Hurts and all these guys, Lamar Jackson, they almost become the face of the league. Do you believe it is worth still acknowledging the fact that there are two African-American quarterbacks? And do you kind of see why people push back against that? And just in your opinion. Um, I can I can see why people push back. You know what I mean? But it's the first why? time. Why? Because they're racist? It's, it's the first time. So yeah. that's why it's being mentioned so much. And we all know how these stories with the you know, when some reporter asked Doug Williams, how long you've been a black quarterback? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so if you could ask a question like that, why can't we, like, hey, hey, man, this is the first time two black quarterbacks started a Super Bowl. It's a fact. It's the first time it happened. Same way we did with uh, Lovey Smith and Tony Dungy mm-hmm. when they were coaching down here in Miami. Okay? Like, it's the first time. Now, now granted, 
when you look at these two guys, I would hope that more people across the league are thinking, I need a quarterback like that with that skill set than them pushing back because that is what needs to be talked about because you have two guys who couldn't be totally different than how they do things, right? Yet they're both African-American. And that is the point that needs to be made. Jalen Hurts, multi-talented. He can run the football. He runs the RPO. He can throw the football. Patrick Mahomes is Aaron Rodgers-like in the way that he releases the football and creates Mm -hmm. plays Mm -hmm. after it's broken down. Um, So when you start talking about these quarterbacks, I look at it as, side note, they're both African-American. But it's the first time it's happened, so you're going to probably hear about it a little bit more. And second of all, right, the days of the quarterback sitting in the pocket and throwing the football like Dan Marino or Boomer Siason or one of them guys, that's long gone because the other thing you have to realize is that pass rush ain't no joke. And you can't have a quarterback just sitting in the pocket anymore. You got to have a guy that has some ability to move and extend plays. And I think that's the most important thing is that football itself as a whole has taken that quarterback position and required that it has more athleticism than it has in the past. But they're still... So they can say whatever they want. Leroy, you I can, think, you can, but but the reality of it is the the facts speak for themselves. There's still, uh, I, I think it is a big deal. I think it's certainly worth noting. Anybody that has a problem with it, to me, who cares about those people? They're racist anyway. Right. I, I, well, I, well, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, say this. I, I think, well, I do. Well, well here's you know what I'm saying. I, I well, think well, it well is. no. So, sometimes, you know, people will say there's people that are past. Because they, we've seen so many great black quarterbacks, right? Right, but there's still an inherent, I believe. And that doesn't mean I think every... Sometimes when you say there's, like, racism, like, people say there's racism in America, that means you think every white person's racist. No, of course not every white person's racist. But it's something in our society, and that still exists in the NFL world. If you really look carefully into it, there's still... Even when a black coach gets hired or a black quarterback is a quarterback, there's still... A general, people are quicker to say that's a fluke or let's fire him and let's not give him another chance. And, and, and I'm not even saying all the people that are doing that are racist. Sometimes it's just subconscious. And there mm-hmm. is still, when you have executives still saying, well, Lamar Jackson should try out as a wide receiver, when Jalen Hurts should try out as a wide receiver, at. there's right. still a level of that in the NFL. It's not across the board like it was, yeah. but there's still a level of that which makes it harder for a black quarterback to get an opportunity even to this day. Here's so, the problem. Here's the problem, boy. Yeah. And I believe this with all that I am. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. If you run a team and you are trying to construct a team and you have that attitude, you're not going to be good at your job. That's correct. That's true. And, and, and so when you listen to the people saying things like that, I just look at them and say, he's terrible at what he does. Mm. And I don't care who it is. I don't care that Bill Polian said Lamar Jackson should play wide receiver. That means I can't trust your opinion. And so the more of that that we get and the more people put themselves out there because everybody want a hot take, right? The more you put yourself out there, the more ignorant you show you choose to be. So I don't look at it anyway as here's another one. Here's here's another guy, right? And, and, And the thing about sports that I really love at this moment is that there's so many different body types, so many different ways to do the same thing. And because you have all these players in all sports that are so athletic, it's incumbent upon the organizations and these coaching staffs to put them in the best position so that everybody in the organization can succeed. And if you don't, shame on you. And that's what I'm starting to see. You're starting to see, you know, guys that have had players that nobody thought would work out. They changed the coach. Boom, boom, boom. Look at this. You look at down here in Miami. You had a, a, a coach who wasn't a, f- a fan of Tua for whatever reason, right? You bring in a new coach, and, and Tua now was leading the league in about five or six categories. Mm-hmm. Put him in the best position to be successful with his skill set. That is the hardest thing to do in sports when we just sit here having a conversation about how athletic and talented guys are with the roles that they fill. They they probably could do a lot of other things. So I don't look at it anyway as looking at, hey, that guy don't know what he's doing. And I look at it that way. I look at it, you know, when you look at the Baltimore Ravens. Why the hell haven't they paid Lamar Jackson? Hmm. Who else you going to get? Who else you going to get? Go find me another Lamar Jackson. It, it, man, these, and Leroy, good stuff as always, man. We appreciate you, ta- you taking the time. It's a good point. Always. We'll talk to you soon. Leroy, okay. always great chatting with Leroy. All right, Leroy. And All uh, right. Leroy will not be on overtime today, but the three of us will be doing an overtime hey, segment Brad. today. What's up? Brad, I'm t- I, 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 I think I'm going to roll with LeBron. Get your little D on the way out. Yeah. Memberships. Listen, I know uh, who you're rolling with. Look, look that's right. a Michigan man, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Thanks, Leroy. Thanks, Leroy. So we got the we got the memberships uh, for the overtime of the coaches' tier. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.